we keep things rolling here on the Sports Cubicle. It's Paul Shavari. I'm Mike Mercado. And this has been one of those days I've been so excited to get into the studio with Paulie because even though we've talked about it on text messages and in person, we have finally been able to record and talk about this Craig Council, David Ross, Jed Hoyer love triangle that came to fruition earlier on this week as the Chicago Cubs found themselves a brand new manager, the highest paid manager in Craig Council taking him away from Milwaukee. He didn't go to San Diego. He didn't go to New York, but Jed Hoyer went to Florida to fire David Ross. And there's been a lot of talk between Cub fans and baseball fans about the etiquette and how this all went down. And obviously, there's nobody I love talking baseball with more than Pauly. And Pauly, I've had my spiel about how excited I was, how devastated I was in both of these news coming out. The excitement of getting a top tier manager in baseball. You know, very much unanimously awarded that that attribute of like a top tier manager. And I think David Ross, obviously all the the legend stuff of, of Grandpa Rossi and the World Series run, but a good manager. Not great, but not bad. A good, decent manager. And he seems like a good guy. We all love him as Cub fans when you're part of that section of fandom. And it was a rough day, but a lot of mixed emotions. I want to talk to you about it, though. When you saw that message, because I was actually talking to you when you saw the breaking news kind of trickling down. Now that we've had almost a week to talk about it, digest it. Your initial thoughts of the Cubs getting their new manager and everything that happened with David Ross since then and kind of everybody's emotional reaction to it. Well, I'll, I'll start it with David Ross because I think if if the Cubs were going to move on from him, they would have made this decision before the playoffs were even over. And the fact that they waited until after the World Series to bounce him to get Craig Council, one makes me think of Rick Renteria, Joe Madden, all over again. And then it makes me wonder, you know, are you even able to negotiate or talk to people while someone's still under contract? But I think the popular theory is that Council wanted to be a Cubs manager. So so one of the things that was reported on is that Milwaukee, you had to ask Milwaukee for permission, and they had to grant it to you up until November 1st. Okay. And as soon as that deadline happened, that then is when to it, he could talk okay. to anybody and kind of the ball started running. Regardless like of, of Ross being under contract. Yes, it, okay. and then it became that what you were speaking on of the, the local guy of Wisconsin and him kind of indicating after kind of being even wooed by Cleveland, another Midwest team, mm-hmm. saying like, well, what's going on over there? And I think you bring up the uh, Renteria and Madden thing. And I, let me ask you this, as a White Sox fan, when you see a front office make a move like this, where whether it's right or wrong, wherever the morality is, however it works out, knowing that in their mind, they're upgrading. They're going for it, and the hell with all the other things. Yeah. What is your reaction to that? As a White Sox fan, like, I, what would you would you want to see that? How oh, would you? Of course, like, but I mean, but I'm so conditioned to think that there's no such thing as a person outside of 35th and Shields that could uh, save the ball club. You know the, the you know the hiring of Chris Getz is the perfect example. They fire uh, Rick Hahn, the general manager, and Kenny Williams, the senior vice president, August 31st and say, we're going to hire one guy to take on those two jobs, and we're going to take our time with the decision. And then 10 days later, when the season's not even over yet, they promote the guy from within that everyone said, no, don't don't promote that guy from within. Don't promote anyone from within. And then the season trickles to an end, and you see all of these great general managers 
are free and have uh, are free agents and they can sign anywhere and they can you know help your organization. But the Sox already are locked in to Chris Getz. Um, so when I hear that, yeah, you can just you know swap out the manager and get a better one. You know, sure, could the White Sox do that? Maybe, but I don't know if a guy like Craig Council is waiting in the wings and wants to even come to the White Sox. And and let's let alone the fact that they're still paying Tony Larusa to not manage the team in twenty twenty. Still around, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. Let's not even bring that uh-huh. one up. That further proves my point that they're not they're not going to get creative and go outside the organization. But yes, I think if you if you posed this to me last week and said. Should the Cubs pursue Craig Council, even though they have David Ross already? I would say yes, go and do that. But I, I would reiterate, well, why wasn't he on the hot seat? Why did they wait until now to do this? But I see why. Now, as for David Ross, it's not like they're losing a great manager. Um, they made the pandemic playoff, sure. You know, and, and they did that and the Brewers didn't. But that's so small of a sample size that I can't, you know, hang my hat on that. Other than that, the Cubs didn't make the playoffs under David Ross. And and you could even point to they had three different 10-game ten, ten losing streaks, 10 or more game losing streaks under David Ross in non-pandemic seasons. Arguably, all three of those seasons, they could have been a playoff team. So, yeah, he wasn't a great manager, but at the same time, he wasn't a terrible manager. I think he had a tendency to stay with his relievers a little bit longer. Sometimes some questionable moves with uh, with which guys he was pulling veterans. in for when. Yeah, veterans, okay. you know, that sort of thing. But this is a guy that's been around the league. He was a beloved veteran. Now he has managerial experience. He does have playoff experience, even though it was two games and they Whatever got bounced out quickly in yeah. front of, you know, nobody. Um, but you know, and he's played for various teams in his career that I could see him eventually being like the Red Sox manager, the Padres manager, you know, wherever whatever team wants him. So um, I'd like to see him manage again. I think he deserves it, but I think the Cubs nailed it with Craig Council. And now you saw what Council could do in Milwaukee with a limited budget. Now, hopefully, the team will spend on quality players for him. And he knows how to uh, treat a pitching staff, which the Cubs have that. And I think it's only fair to say, because you bring up a lot of great points, is how much does Jed and Carter have their handprints on David Ross getting fired before this because they're the ones who constructed this roster. They're the ones who gave him that bullpen. They're the ones who gave him Hosmer and some of these guys that he rode to the very end until they had to get rid of these guys for him. And I think that's something to play on. He will get another job, whether it's broadcasting or as a manager. Maybe not this year. Why not just get paid and go relax and sit Mm -hmm. down in Florida and enjoy it? I think, and I want to put this on record, I do think this indicates they're going to spend money. But I don't think they're going to spend money on free agency. I think the Cubs' route to getting stars and changing their lineup is all through trades. And and I think maybe if it's not Shohei, I think that trade comes through Juan Soto. I think that's kind of the target. But we still got to see what goes on with Bellinger. We still have to see the rest of the free agency. But I do think... I have to get used to saying as a Cub fan, spending money and acquiring talent are two different things. Mm-hmm. I think the Cubs are in the business of acquiring talent now that they have Craig Council. And I think that's kind of the indication I got from this move. I think the Mets and Padres scared every major market team mm-hmm. into think, you know, thinking that, you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money, you know, and go all in on one or two seasons. Mm-hmm. I do think they will spend money. I think I really do think they're gonna give Shohei Otani a competitive offer, whether he accepts it or not. But I think you're absolutely right that they are going to trade to rebuild this roster. I don't know 
how they're going to go about doing that, what assets they got, how creative they're going to get. You know, are there veterans on the roster that they're willing to part with to go get guys? Um, are they willing to trade prospects that are coming up through the pipeline? Morale. But, but I, morale hear, he, I yeah. mean, I hear Pete Alonzo's yeah. name coming up a lot. That's and I think yeah. sometimes when there's smoke, there's fire, especially yeah. with hot stove. When mm-hmm. it's like very, very geared, especially like a trade. Free agency could be anything, but trade sometimes th- there's a lot of weight to that. And so, it's those two names. It's, yeah, it's and, Pete and Alonzo and I, I would, Soto. I, I mean, Soto is probably the more likely because I, I think the Padres really want to get rid of him. Yeah. But I feel like Pete Alonzo is it's the more, more likely guy. I agree with you. See, that yeah. name seems to uh, have been has been coming up for a it long time. He screams Wrigley Field. Yep. He screams Wrigley Field Cub yep. for a spaceman. And we want to know what you guys feel about these big moves. How do you feel about the Cubs? Are you more inclined to believe they're going to be all in on acquiring talent, spending on talent? Interesting after this move of Craig Council and David Ross. We want to know your thoughts. We're on Twitter at SportsCubicleTV. It's Paul Shavari. I'm Mike Mercado.